When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Come on. Are you ready? Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney is out. He's got some uh, some boils on his nether regions. You're and so such a he liar. Is, uh, he's not going to be here for a couple of days. Well, I feel bad for everybody on that Disney cruise then. <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. If you missed it, Audrey has been dubbed Baldry because she... You are so foul for that, by the way. She had COVID not that long ago, and she's got a little bald spot now. And so she's been working on her comb over this week. Give us look back pony slick happening. Back pony. The Dave and Mahoney Show. Are you Scottish? Yeah. Just English, Scottish, Irish, white. You are the whitest white person that I've ever met. Literally, <laughs> there's not an ounce of seasoning in this mayonnaise. <laughs> I am from the land of overcast. It's a good thing that God made women that way. He did it on purpose. That is a guy who didn't like us at first. That's, that's the guy who told us to shut up and, and stop talking. Hello. Hello. This is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends, and thank you for joining us. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah. yeah. You know, we have talked a lot about, you know, how the truckers are the lifeblood of Damn America. Damn straight they are. We've got a lot of truckers that, that listen to this radio show. We are very appreciative of that. But Nothing in this country gets done without truckers, Dave. That's Literally exactly everything right. gets transported. This country would grind to a halt without, uh, you know, the logistics uh, infrastructure in this country. But, you know, from time to time, we'll have the uh, the spills, and the ones that sure. always make the news are the ones where it's like the beer spilled all over the highway. Or the honey, the, or the, yeah, bees, the bees, or yeah. the, the Astroglide, or the, you know, the, the truck full of dildos. You know, whatever it may be, uh, you know, just as so long as nobody gets hurt, we celebrate it. I saw a can of uh, truck full of beans spilled the other day. They spilled the beans? They spilled, they spilled the beans. Some beans. They got to learn how to keep their mouth shut. I did not even think of that as I was driving by, Mahoney. That's so good. What think the? about what a great TikTok that would have been if you filmed that and said they spilled the beans. Man, if only lost. I was more clever. Yeah, you just need Mahoney as your passenger princess at all times. That's right. To give you puns. They spilled the beans. <laughs> so Drats. out of all of the things that you could encounter if you were part of a cleanup crew, you got to think like the bees would be really bad. For sure. Know, because they're bees. Yeah. Uh, this has got to be up there, though, and that's why it's made bad news today. Road crews in Washington were left with, quote, quite the mess to clean up when a semi-truck rolled over on Interstate 5, and it spilled its load of fish all across oh, the road. Oh, live fish or fake yeah. fish? I don't no, know why I feel you would have a bunch they, of fake fish. They were fish. obviously, they were dead fish uh, that were being transported to, I don't know, restaurants or something, but what it was a lot. What kind of fish? It didn't this specify matters. what kind of fish, but they looked mm. like they were small and slimy. Ew! Yeah. I wonder if they were sardines. Mm, it's a, it was a lot of fish. Dude, if it was uh, the goldfish crackers, though, we would be on board on that. Oh, Ooh, I do. We like would those. stop and just we would clean up. I Who would munch the them day? like I, Pac Man. I, I can't stop getting it out of uh, every time I have a handful of goldfish. Somebody said that they look like butt plugs. The yeah, other someone day. called in, and a listener called in to eight three three yo dummy talking about how the goldfish were butt plugs. And it, it ruined <laughs> goldfish for me. I used to just innocently enjoy those by the handful, and now I very naughtily enjoy them. Do by you the do you ever put them in your mouth and just go? Like one by one? Yeah. Do you go tail first or head first? Uh, head first. Head first. Okay. Normally. But sometimes oh, I just The plug of the butt plug yeah, is what you Yeah, you use it in that way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Dave. I'm sorry that your, your, <laughs> your usual daytime snack has yeah. been... I don't know. It may, maybe it's turned... 
your life more enjoyable and it, you don't even realize it It is yet. a bit more erotic these days. <laughs> uh, some good news today as well. We have another poop-covered rescue thanks to the Michigan State Police. They responded to reports of a woman shouting for help from inside of an outhouse toilet oh, at no. Dixon Lake. They arrived to find a woman had become stuck mm. in the porta potty or outside outhouse type thing after she climbed into the toilet to retrieve her dropped Apple Watch. Nah, man. That Apple Watch been gone. <laughs> See They're not that expensive. Yep, it's gone. You can get one for like 120 bucks on Amazon I right mean, now, man. If I, if I drop my cell phone into the porta potty, it's gone. I drop I, a child into a porta potty. <laughs> that's where that child lives now. You are now a porta potty troll child. Deed to my house. Like yep. it is yep. gone. I'll see you later. There's nothing that I'm going in there nope. for. This is like the new monster of porta potties. Just like <laughs> that'd be so foul. <laughs> It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. You may have heard us talking about this piece of garbage that got bought into the main event of the World Series of Poker, which cost $10,000, by the way, Mm -hmm. uh, by going to GoFundMe and telling people that he had colon cancer. Uh, If you missed it, let me just catch you up real quick. So this guy took to GoFundMe and he said, hey, look, I'm dealing with colon cancer. It's always been my dream to play in the main event of the World Series of Poker. And if you guys could help me out. And enough people were touched by his story, including other people in the poker community who were helping to elevate that message, that he raised around $50,000. Wow. And they were pretty surprised when they saw this guy who, again, was suffering from colon cancer at the at the table, and there was a couple people that were talking to him because they'd heard about his story, and he didn't really know anything about colon cancer or the treatment for colon cancer, and some people just found that to be odd, and also, you know, poker players, pretty good at reading people. Yeah, that's got, what they do. Got a read on him that, you uh-huh. know, this guy is full of it, and then that was furthered by when they saw him in the casino gambling a whole bunch of money. They're like, you don't really seem like somebody who's sick and um, you know, isn't able to to function and, and everything else. And when you're else. splashing money around in other places like the clubs and the bars on top, it's one thing, you know, his dream or quote unquote dream was to play in the World Series of Poker. Didn't think that he would, the cancer would, you know, could possibly, this could be his only chance to yep. do it. So he made, you know, he was funded, what was it, $50,000? 50000 Milking it. And well, it turns out that, uh, that he was lying the entire yes. time, as you'd expect. And he, he then doubled down well, and I said, know, no, I no. I wouldn't expect it. I would hope he wasn't. Well, you would hope that he wouldn't. But <laughs> yeah. after he got busted, you would hope that he would come clean and just say, hey, I'm sorry, I messed up. I shouldn't have done that. He then doubled down and said, I, I did mess up. I shouldn't have said that. But I do, in fact, have undiagnosed male breast cancer, uh, undiagnosed again. And so Self-diagnosed. that's, that, that's yeah. why I, I, I raised the money. And uh-huh. GoFundMe has now, and this is the update here, has stepped in, thankfully, and said the company has zero tolerance for those who exploit the generosity yep. of our community. Because this guy said, I'm not giving any of the money back. I'm not, I'm not refunding anyone. I'm keeping this money. Because he probably donked it all away. Yeah, anyway. sure yeah he, he doesn't have any of it left. And now, and so GoFundMe has said, we are going to refund all of the money to all of the people that made the donation. Love that. See, but I mean, I love this for GoFundMe, but also the fact that this guy has not gotten any like sort of penalties or anything like that. He should not be able to oh, like play at a poker charged. table again. Like, this I mean, I fraud. feel like if you are going through, absolutely it's fraud. I mean, but... I don't feel like you should be able to sit down at a table well, anymore. I mean, it's uh, the the the, the long arm of the law will catch up with this guy. When you, you know, when the story has hit national news and your face is plastered all over the place, uh, this guy is going to ha- face some serious, serious repercussions that are, uh, uh, well, deserved. Certainly. So the, the, the rest of the story is GoFundMe also added that they cooperate with law enforcement investigations into those formally accused of wrongdoing. So yeah, the long arm of the law is going to catch up with this guy and I'm really I glad. mean, even again, just going back real quick, because for branding of any type of a poker series, I feel like you just wouldn't want that bad taste on 
your brand, like anywhere around There's it. Anybody, anybody can enter the World Series of Poker. I mean, I, this isn't this isn't on even people any. who fake cancer. No, I mean, if I was a World Series of Poker, I'd ban him too. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Yeah. But I mean, it's just he's not going to have the kind of money to even get into it again. Yeah, you don't think or that anybody's going to sponsor him? Let him throw, let, let, let him throw his money in, and then everybody's going to and put a bounty on his head for whoever knocks him out. Oh, oh I love that. That's the way to do it. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. How many times a week do you tell yourself that you need a break for social media? Is it multiple times a day for me? Message deleted. Yeah, over to you, Audrey. (laughs) (laughs) I legit put in prep, I think at least once a week. I'm deleting TikTok. This is the last they'll ever see of me. And then I just never do it. But I usually, well, I used to. I actually was actively deleting Instagram from my phone. I know. It was incredibly annoying for the rest (laughs) of us because it would log Audrey out of the show account. Station accounts. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't know the passwords, man. I don't remember that stuff. (laughs) Well, it's annoying because you have to like verify, like, because it's connected to like either your phone number, Dave, or yours. But it would always like, I would have to like, it's like asking your parents permission to like go out and do something. It's like, yeah, once a week. And I'm like, why, how did you lose the password again? You're like, I deleted Instagram and then reinstalled it. I'm like in the last 24 hours. Cause it gives me the constant ick, especially TikTok. I mean, TikTok, I scroll, I got some days I'm not, I don't even turn on the TV. Yeah. Like I'm just scrolling on TikTok, like a just absolute uh, sheep. I, I, instead of deleting things because it is just such a pain in the ass to re-log into every single account, I just move it to a folder that's like I'll never go to Yeah, on my phone. So that's oh. kind of like my like pseudo hack because, you know, if you have to get back in there, you can. But it's like out of the, if it's off the main page on my phone, Isn't it's, it crazy it's how, how the muscle memory, like you pick up your phone and you just instantly start going to those apps that you're so addicted to. Yeah, yeah. You, you're just logging in even when you're not even thinking about not logging thinking in. About like, it, yeah. I just logged out of this. So if I put it all the way over on the back page, no, I guess I could do put that. It in, put it in a folder, though. Put it in a folder that you don't A folder use. within a folder? Because then, that's two, ex- then that's two extra clicks to get to it. I mean, honestly, my habit, my, my addiction is so deep that I would probably just... But scroll as like, far as I need to get I like to get that you're to at the point app. now where you're like, I'm either going to go to rehab for this or die from it. <laughs> There's uh, no in between. There is, you're, there you is really you. none. You but you know what? Off. I find, I, I find it's content for the show. You know, I'm constantly, yeah. that's what it is. That's I'm working so hard uh-huh. for the team yeah. that I have carpal tunnel. You're doing this for us. I, I yeah. am. I'm yeah, getting all you. of our source material. You're a warrior. I've, I've stopped. Strongest thumbs curating my my Instagram for about a month and it's devolved into just like gambling and like workout videos and it's just like and I'm like because normally I'm just like I just want dogs and food and I'm I'm it's not even that I hate social media it's just that I feel like all the social media stuff that gets fed to me is meant to make me feel worse about my life like here's these beautiful houses that have these you know custom articulate or you know custom uh you know rooms and they all it's just they're these beautifully well put together people and and i'm like i'm not gonna do any of this and it just makes me feel crappy about my body and like the fact that like i don't have a built-in (laughs) sub-zero you know it's like (laughs) you know and i'm 40 or 42 now yeah, I'm, I'm looking at mine right now, and mine is a 
uh, baby dressing costumes. Okay, Harry Potter costumes and motivational quotes like everywhere. Yeah, Just yeah. so many motivational quotes. Oh, gross. Like, I mean, it really is kind of gross. What's this one? Being the unedited version of yourself in a world begging for filters is a superpower. Uh, I want to fight that person. <laughs> that's, that's worse than somebody who says, just be your authentic self. <laughs> Shut up. If anybody tells hey, you to be, be my the secret self. to success is to be your authentic self. Shut up. I think you're I a clown. Just posted something you know about nothing. <laughs> I wish ill upon you and all your family. Audrey, you are being your authentic self. It's just unfortunate that the authentic you is terrible. <laughs> Oh, Dave. I'm kidding. So mean. Okay, so you guys played that are you smarter game, and sometimes you do good, and other times it's embarrassing. But if all four of you had to complete in a trivia right now, like tonight, how do you think you, you know, you, you'll do? Message to I win all day long. Yeah, so Mahoney would do really well. Mahoney is like the trivia guy. Like if you were going out for a bar night and you know you needed like a bar buddy to be your trivia bro, Mahoney would be the guy to take. I am for sure. Like when it comes to you know, I I left my athletic ability behind many years ago when I hung up my my hockey skates for the last time, yes. and I've retired my knee pads. Mm, yeah, was it at thirty? Uh, I was at thirty. Yeah, yeah I, and uh, I remember you know, that. I don't know. But darts, touch tunes, bar trivia. And golden tea. Touch tunes your, isn't your, a sport, brother. Oh yeah, it is. Touch oh, tunes oh, is oh, not oh, a sport. I will, oh, I will yeah, make a move, move, room move. I'll, I will. I can get in there and turn the the energy of any bar or any craft beer uh, tasting okay, room. DJ Touch right Tunes Mahoney. No, no, no. He he can't do it in real life. But I've been with Mahoney at a bar when he has been sporting some touch tunes. I've seen him dunk on a fool. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. What do you do whenever the bar's racist, though? How do you how do you how do you maneuver that in your touch you tunage? Because you know there is nothing oh, yeah. worse than whenever you go there and you've re- got your party song ready to go and it's like, oh, this is this is one of those bars, huh? Dave and I used to go to this bar down in Houston, outside of Houston, called uh, JP McNasty's. Which oh, what? Yeah. And it, That's it was real. A, it was a single wide trailer, and it was, it was, it was oh actually God. the people who worked there were very nice. But this on their touch tunes, no hip hop, no. Nope. And you're like, mm-hmm. JP McNasty's a racist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so call or text us at eight three three yo dummy, and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. So I tell you guys, being a parent is just absolutely wild, man. So we have a three-year-old son. His name is Duke. And I've told you before that he has escaped. You know, he's he's gotten out of the house before. And he's just a curious, kind of mischievous, a little too capable. He's a young boy, man. Yeah. Like, that's what we do. We get into trouble. We like to go explore, man. Like, there, you just get out. You know, you just, you're not thinking. You're just doing. That's just human nature. But as a parent, that's really scary. It's terrifying. So the last time that we were out of town, um, you know, my wife and I were in Cabo and my mother-in-law was watching the kids as she normally does when we're out of town. And she brings her little dog, whose name is Button, who looks just like Elmo. What so a real cute sweetie. name. I mean, Elmo is cute, but Buttons is Cute top. as a button. That Indeed. is top tier. And so... My son Duke is asleep upstairs in his room, and my mother-in-law is asleep downstairs in the guest room, and the girls like to sleep with the mother-in-law, so they'll all hop into the same bed and just go to sleep for the night. Well, we get a notification and look at the cameras at 4.30 in the morning. Now, obviously, everyone's asleep at this time, and looking at the camera, you see kind of your worst fear as a parent, and that is my three-year-old has opened the front door. And has walked out of the front door at 4.30 in the morning. So whenever we were talking about this a moment ago, 
we were like, well, how in the world? Like, you know, like you said, you have like a latch in place and all of this stuff. And you, you know, as a parent, you do everything you can to ensure your kids are going to stay within the house. Right. But he is a small three-year-old genius. He brought a stool over. He brought a stool over, so he opens the lock, he opens the latch. He had actually got himself dressed, put his shoes on, because I'm like, is he wearing Nikes? Like, what is going on here? <laughs> but his he put his shoes on. Well, at least he prepared for the elements. You know, it'd be worse if you're walking out there, you can't have made a little bare feet outside. So, yeah, at least he knew. Again, he's a genius. So I, I get a, a screenshot of this, and obviously instantly like, oh my God, what is happening? Because it's well past 4.30 when this was actually happening. That's so scary. And, you know, finally talked to the mother-in-law and she's like, he's just fine. Uh, But here's what happened. She's like, he, I guess, woke up in the middle of the night and normally we're asleep in our bedroom, which is also upstairs. And if he wakes up, he'll like come into our our bedroom and like, that's just kind of how it is. Well, he walked into the bedroom and we weren't there. And so he freaked out. And you know, the guest room is all the way downstairs and kind of a little bit off of where the normal path is where you'd walk to the front door. So he gets ready, puts his shoes on, unlatches, well, he thinks walks the, out the front the, door. You have abandoned him. Yeah, go right. because, for I mean, mommy and daddy. Well, you gotta, and the sisters aren't there in their room either because they're sleeping with Lala downstairs. It was a Macaulay Culkin moment. It was. He thought he was home alone. Oh, well, poor which baby. At night at 4.30 in the morning, especially because you got to consider this too. You know, not just being three, but also waking up like nobody, even a three-year-old, when they're waking up at four thirty in the morning, still have you know the 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 sleepy cobwebs that yes, are right. existing Absolutely. that morning fog. So whenever we're you know thinking about ways to now make sure Duke does not do this again, Dave. I mean, you guys already have so many booby traps in place. I mean, you've got a like a one of those uh, the crib nets or yep. the the bed yep. nets to where the, it zips, so he knows how to get out of that. He Gets knows how to get that. out of his bedroom. He knows how to go downstairs. He knows how to do all of this stuff. I mean, like, what's the next thing that you do other than, like, walk in key somewhere? This well, we're talking kid. about, we're going to have to, like, have a, an actual alarm that trips if there's, like, motion downstairs during certain hours. Yeah. You know, and we have the security system and everything else, but, you know, like, we live in the suburbs. <laughs> it's, it's not like, you know, we actually have, like, the alarm system where it's going to start blaring if there's any motion downstairs at yeah. a certain hour. Yeah, door just, opens, you hear doop. Yeah, but then not like what you're if you're asleep, right? It might not wake so, you up. Does he know anything about like inheritance yet? Could you start saying that like every time he opens the front door, his inheritance is slightly yeah, taken away? Uh, there ain't no inheritance. There's four kids. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm gonna blow it all. College is not even on the books anyway. So yeah, the car. I think so. Thankfully, like the, the conclusion to this is that uh, my mother-in-law has the dog, and he started barking whenever Duke opened the door and that woke her up and she walked outside finds duke out there and he goes there's monsters in the house and i'm cold you know just poor little baby yeah Uh, but she got him and brought him back in and everything was and you hated that dog well, I hated the idea. Now of the having, dog has now, saved your son. Yeah. Now she you straight need that a dog, dog straight up lassied your kid. That's that, you know what? The dog gets the inheritance. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. The strangest, strangest, strangest dumbest, dumbest, and funniest audio from the depths of the world wide web. This, 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 this is the internet is undefeated on Dave and Mahoney. So I tell you, man, kids, uh, just you gotta you gotta watch your mouth around them. The other day. Uh, my mother-in-law's dog, who is with us right now because she is uh, she's staying at the house currently, uh, he took a little poop uh-huh. in my son's room, and like he's a small dog, he's a he's a little golden doodle like your dog Audrey, mm-hmm. and uh, I, you know I saw it and I was like you know I'll, I'll clean that up, but my 
three-year-old son had no idea what it was. And so he goes over to, like, grab it. And I'm I'm like, no, don't touch that. That's dog S. And he's like, I don't want any dog S in my room. And I was like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, also valid, Duke. Yeah, I mean, if if you're an adult and you talk like an adult, you know, you got to be careful when little kids are around. And that's what leads us to this very first clip in The Internet is Undefeated. And this is uh, a babysitter secretly recording the kid that she is babysitting mm-hmm. because I guess, you know, he's got a bit of a foul mouth. I'm not a cheater. You're, You're not a cheater. cheater. You f***ing ass. I'm sending this to your mom. Don't. I'm sending this to your mom. Please. Please. <laughs> I like the kid knew that he messed up. Oh, I love that she, she got him. Got yeah. you on tape, child. Uh, I'm what sending this to your mother. Foul mouthed kid. I, know, I am right? in shock. I mean, <laughs> wow. but also impressed. Yeah. Used every word right. Yeah. I mean, he was, those just rolled off. <laughs> That's, that's, you said that before. But also, also though, like that's that's the parents. Yeah, uh, that, yeah where else do you learn? Yeah, you're those not learning. You're not. You're not picking that. Whenever up. I was his age, I wrote curse words all over another human being in daycare. You did top to bottom a green marker on her face, on her arms, and everything was almost spelled correctly. Really? Yeah. What did you write on her forehead? Do you remember? Like, F. Oh, no. Jeez, Audrey. <laughs> and then, like, just S <laughs> on her cheeks. How old were you? D-A, I'm sure just M. Like, didn't even spell it correctly. <laughs> um, I was uh, five. Five, years old. six, five or six. Ooh, yeah, you are a I was I was under second grade. I do know that wow. for a fact. So either kindergarten or first. Where's that girl now, man? <laughs> I'm sure she's probably like in a, a governor. <laughs> yeah, also in therapy. Yeah, so this, all governors should be in therapy. This uh, this next one is a dude freaking out at the movie theater, and I mean, I, I kind of feel the same way. Where like I don't really like going to the movies because you have to interact with the public. Yeah, but I would not lose my mind like this. So he's making a big stink in the movie theater because he was told to move his assigned seat, and so he had a bit of a melt. Down. Why do you have to have mine? It's not yours. Go seat. away! That's not gonna I happen. pay my money. I have a right to, to it. sit in your seat. Correct? Yes, that's my not, seat. That's not your seat. How can you tell us that my seat? Because your ticket has your seat number on it. Whatever. Let's find it. Whatever. This can easily do be your own policy. No, you're, you're no, I'm gonna be an because you're being an. I am not. I'm a patron here. Okay, and I'm trying to find. And this your will seat. be the last time that I come to this imagined theater. Sounds All right, great. I paid my sounds money. Great. Does anybody please, please here don't come think back. that please this don't is come actually uh, a, a thing where it's like, it doesn't matter where you sit. It's not a side seating. It is. Go sit in your own seat. Thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Why did that sound like a weird, like, different universe version of Trump? <laughs> the entire. <laughs> this is the last time I'm sitting at the theater. Like, I'm no I mean, longer like, going to come here and watch your movies. <laughs> Like a Trump cousin. That is hilarious. I like how the guy at one point was like, whatever, do your own research. Please, please, just for one more second, now that we all hear Trump, please just play one more, like, tiny, eensy, weensy five second clip. I'm, I'm going to play the end of it here because I really I like I want to hear theater again. <laughs> I really like the guy at the end who, who chimes in that has nothing to do with it, where he's like, go sit in your own seat. <laughs> right, let's see. Uh, a, a, a thing where it's like, it doesn't matter where you sit, it's not a side seating. It is go sit in your own seat. Thank you. Oh. Thank you. Oh, thank China. you. I love seeing this guy. This guy billions, billions of seats in this whole theater, and you're making me choose billions, this seat out of billions. billions. Well, and I love that the guys, you know, the third guy chimes in on that, and the other guy who is go- losing his mind thinks he's agreeing with him. Yeah, exactly. I will say this though. So I was on a flight the other day, and you know, I fly Southwest 99 percent of the time when I'm not flying that big front seat yeah. on Spirit. Okay, but. Like there was some people who did, who haven't flown um, 
Southwest before, and they were they were they were a little older, and they were like, you know, people are asking numbers. They're like, does it really matter? And like to some people, it does. And like, I don't care where I'm. I'm standing in the middle of the two. It doesn't matter what my number is. But some people like lose their minds if somebody is one number off that's in front of them. I'm that person. Are no, you? You're not. I had I had a one and a two. Oh, if you've got a one, a two, and there was a girl standing in front of us. No, no, no. A sixteen, not even in the business like. Yeah, no. And I'm like. Mm. No. Did you say something? That's a different, I coughed on her. That's a different, <laughs> that's a different world. If you're A1 and A2, you're, you're up front. Well, but if you you're like yeah. A7, like I was A12, so like I don't care if there's four people in front of me, right. you know, or I, I'm at the end of it. It's like, it doesn't matter. But I'm like, some people, this does matter too. This is a very, very aggro version of the internet is undefeated. This last one is also uh, a kid. This mom is on the phone with having a video call with her husband, and the son comes in and starts to berate the dad, I guess. <laughs> Fun. Look on your phone, crazy d- head. Hey, sorry. What's up with that? How did I do that? <laughs> Why was she recording to begin with, though? That's what I like. How are, is everybody recording every Everything second? Everything all of the time, yeah. yeah. Hi, Dad. If you're having fun, look on your phone, crazy d- head. Hey, sorry. What's up with that? seem like we have a whole lot of ambulance thefts that we have to report on in the Redneck Report, and this time it is a 31-year-old man in Alabama that stole an ambulance from a Taco Bell. Roll Todd. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, this guy in Greenville, Alabama. You familiar, Audrey? No. Okay. Uh, they said the man jumped into an unlocked ambulance parked at the Taco Bell, found the keys, and took off. So I don't know who the ambulance driver was that you just left your ambulance unlocked. You left the keys in it. You're kind of asking for I it. I mean, who thinks that their, their ambulance is going to get stolen from a Taco Bell, Dave? So I guess that this guy had uh, served two prior jail terms in Florida on convictions, including four counts of aggravated battery, grand theft, and child neglect. So a real piece of garbage. He uh, he stole the ambulance thinking he was going to get away, quickly realized, oh, no, the cops are following me, and thought, I can get away on foot. Was he right or was he wrong? He was wrong. He was wrong. Yeah. I mean, never, wrong. never get out of the vehicle that you're in and try to flee on foot because you got about 100 yards before you gas. So, uh, a cautionary tale here on the Riddick Report today. Uh, Florida police arrested a 37-year-old man after he lit a car on fire back in April. Uh, the car belonged to his then-girlfriend, and so it was like, you know, one of those relationships that had gone south. Uh, the, the little twist here, the little thing that makes this uh, eligible for the Redneck Report is that his girlfriend was also his first cousin. First. The cousin-girlfriend, yeah, initially lied to investigator because she feared retaliation as, uh, you know, he regularly carries his fully automatic gun around. Oh, <laughs> He was charged with second-degree arson, third-degree grand theft because he had also stolen her purse. He was being held on $12,500 bond, which does not seem like enough. Oh. If you set, you set a whole-ass car on fire and the bond was only $12,500? Yeah. Like, what else is going on in this county where the DA is like, you know yeah, what? That's, that's you can fine. get out of jail for 1200 bucks. You know, it's kind of wild. Hmm. You were, like, always marrying your first cousin if you were royalty back in the day. I know. It's really weird. Like, you were, like, destined to marry your first but cousin But that's back why the there's so many ugly people that are royalty. <laughs> 
Because incest. Me I'm wrong. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, but, that's that's the way that it works. Is every, I think. I mean, granted, the guy who set the car on fire at the most fault, but you were dating your cousin, so you kind of had. It's. Net, I don't feel like that's out of the realm of expectations. If you break up with your cousin, that they're going to set your car and or house on fire. Yeah, that's pretty. That, that, that's par for the. Is there course. no one else in the town? <laughs> there's no one else. There's no one no else one in else. the town. Yeah, I mean, what's more embarrassing, getting uh, arrested for arson or getting arrested and then you finding out that everyone's... You are forever the cousin. You're the cousin banger. Yes, yeah. stop <laughs> using what is the 23andMe as a dating site. That's oh. not that's not how that was intended, <laughs> Look my at friends. all these hot chicks in my family tree. <laughs> so an officer pulled over a guy whose name is Mitchell Rapper. A traffic violation also had a cracked windshield. Uh, but, you know, this guy, uh, pretty suspicious, I guess. He pulled him over near McDonald's, and the officer smelled marijuana coming from the car. And they uh, they busted out the old canine unit, and they said, well, the uh, the canine has alerted to the presence of narcotics. And the guy's like, there's no narcotics. Not, 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 not Because I already alcohol. smoked them all. <laughs> uh, turns out he had not. He actually had some meth on him. And mm-hmm. it was in a it was in a coin purse, and he decided that who he carries was, coin purses anymore? I know it's a lost art. Yeah, if you if you've got a coin purse, <laughs> you're a if you're not head. a grandma, you're a meth head. That's that's that's, that's, that's the that's true. the two. I mean, where do you where does one even acquire a coin purse? At every one of those like head shops. No, no, I was gonna say every one of those. Like if you go visit a town, there's that weird T-shirt store yeah. that's not branded properly that just has a shot glasses and T-shirts, and then the occasional. Uh, the occasional snorkel. But the Native American memorabilia, like in the back, where you can like pick up like fake turquoise and stuff. Yeah, it's basically a and flea a market. Chain. Occasionally, there's wigs too. Yeah, like the, the wolf T-shirts. It's a flea market with doors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so this guy decided that he was going to hide his meth from the cops and the dog, and he had just gone to that McDonald's, and so he hid his coin purse full of meth inside of his McMuffin. Is that a meth mu- muffin? McMethin. McMethin. No, that's dumb too. No, McMethan is way better. So, I mean, I feel like of all of the places to put your meth, that mm-hmm. would be the bottom of my list because you don't want to ruin your McMuffin. We had a yeah. McMuffin this morning, Dave, and we were talking about how bomb it is. Yeah, I know. I don't want to so ruin with. I don't want to ruin it. Just do the meth. Okay, so I'm going to give you guys a little quiz here. Where did this happen? A 48 year old man by the name of Terry James Manford Roberts was <laughs> in a golf cart and he fell asleep in his golf cart at a stop sign for 15 minutes. This is the, the villages. It's Florida. the villages in Florida because it's, it's right. the golf carts. It's, it's, that's the <laughs> Away. Yeah. This could happen. You could remove the golf carts, and then I would be confused. But you add golf carts, and it's the villages. <laughs> the, the, the guy was just snoozing. The cops roll up, and they find a Mike's Hard Lemonade in the cup holder, and he just. Dude, if you get drunk off a of Mike's Hard Lemonade and you're passed out behind the wheel of your golf cart, that should not be a, a charge. Uh, turns That's out just he, living he, life. He also had fentanyl and meth on him. Ah. Uh... Yeah. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. When you're looking for love, hey baby, you want then all the wrong places. You want to see what a mistake looks like? It's the missed connection inspection on Dave and Mahoney. You know, everyone's looking for love in their own special way, and sometimes that special way is going to Craigslist because you saw somebody out and about and you didn't shoot your shot, or you're looking to reconnect with an old love. What better way than to take take it all to Craigslist and try to reconnect? This first one here is entitled Sexy Blonde Latina Slash Hispanic Chick with the Little Shorts at Circle K. Okay. Yeah, I, I walk down Cave Creek Circle K each night with a blunt in my left ear gauges, lightly skinned with Ew, a few tattoos. you put it in his gauge holes? <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, this dude's pimping. Yeah, no. he's living. 
I seen you at the Circle K a few times and was speechless. And I've never been like that where I couldn't say anything. Each time I felt so stupid and I thought I'll probably never see her again. You are so beautiful and I couldn't stop staring at you. So I'm giving this a long shot in hopes that this somehow reaches you and you'll feel like hitting me up. And that's why we're amplifying this message today because for the dude with the blunt in his ear gauges, we want him to find love. I mean, they feel like they probably would be a match. So. This guy is like a modern day Blackbeard because Blackbeard the pirate used to have fuses that he would put into his beard and he would light them on fire so to give the appearance of uh, you know he's on fire and he's this ghastly intimidating figure man this guy's got blunts in his ears I would go hit that blunt out of a man's ear gauges in a hot second outside of the circle K this whole uh, I mean I know you're not looking for me but I'm blonde too you can hike those shorts up that's right Mm mm-hmm uh, so this is uh, the convenience store edition of the Misconnection Inspection. We have another one here. Young lady wearing a dress. This is a man for a woman. Could literally be anyone. Bought you a soda at a quick trip when I saw you get gas early Friday morning. You didn't have a phone, so I said I'd meet you at the laundromat across from Fry's in the afternoon, and you didn't show up, dot, dot, dot. So she took that She took that, She took took that. that big gulp and ran? She did. That is doing that man dirty. Also, uh, if, the, if a girl tells you that she doesn't have a phone, she's probably lying to you. Who doesn't have a phone? Yeah, if you're if you're in a car getting gas, and uh, my guess is you also probably have a phone. She was unless she was they're to you. literally 100 years old. She was using you for the do. She did the do, and she split. Man, those Mountain Dew slushies hit. Sorry, that's my contribution to that. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and the final one here is the female at 7-Eleven by the Greyhound bus station about three months ago. This is a man for a woman, and I want to reiterate that this entire thing is written with not a single. Period. So, oh. so you can't pause. You have to go all the way <sighs> from start to breath. finish. Let's go, Dave. Hey, I've been looking for you. Hopefully you'll be back from where you came from. You're in town. You told me that you're here at by Target sometimes. I forgot your name. I'm the guy that was sick right there at the gas station by the Greyhound station at the 7-Eleven downtown about two to oh. three months ago, and you were going to see your son hit me up if you ever see this matches. I've been thinking about you for the last 20 weeks, and if you caught that, that means that I've been thinking about you longer. When we met on that special day, does that mean that I don't know, but there's only one way to find out, and I think this is real. <laughs> Don't do meth, kids. Don't do meth. I didn't know that you could write in meth. This guy figured it out. This is Dave and Mahoney. So, Audrey, you were telling us about how there's a thing on TikTok, and it's called Prison Talk, where all these prisoners, they've got cell phones in jail, and they're doing all kinds of stuff. Like, they have coordinated dances and all the things that people on the outside Those do. Those phones live in butts, Dave. They, they, they certainly have been in a rectum. No, they point. live there. They're a full-time they, butt phone? That's a full-time butt phone. But, I mean, can Every you time have, you sneeze, it takes a photo. Can you imagine, though, how... Stretchy. It must be because I mean that's an <laughs> that's a that's a camera. Like yeah. you can, and you have access to the internet and you can get onto TikTok and I scroll. Would, I would keep a Nokia brick phone in ah. my butt. Oh lord! I'm Just because you know you know that thing ain't quit. It's a butt brick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, I'm with you. That's that, that's a good choice. But it always surprises me when you you know because prisons you're so under surveillance constantly when these guys get their phones. And you maybe would th- think that day, but that is not the case. Maybe you're right. Maybe that's just my perception of things. Uh, because even the the Murdaugh guy, you know, after he got like just convicted and sent to prison for life, like he had a phone in there. You're like, how is that even possible? If this guy's got a phone in jail there are ways, now. I mean, you know the show Sixty Days In, right? Yeah. Where they're trying to kind of figure out where things like this are, are like happening and like and why. Like, I mean, drugs are obviously rampant within the prison system. Um, I mean, like whenever we're going through and naming off all of the things, I feel like a cell phone as the number one priority of contraband to remove is probably bottom level, actually. Yeah, I mean, we've seen all <laughs> kinds of, of weird stuff that has showed up in prisons, but this is next level. So, I guess there was a Venezuelan prison, and the prisoners 
had taken it over. As you do. And they had to send, the government had to deploy 11,000 cops and soldiers to go and take this prison back. So I think I've actually heard of prisons, and I don't know if it's this one specifically in Venezuela. I'm sure that there are multiple, but the amount of people to guards, the guards basically just are not in existence. Like the, It's yeah. like one to like 200 but, uh, people. 11,000 people. That is like literally a... Uh, a militia. I mean, it's, it's more than a militia. That's I like, mean, that's it, like a... That's, that's, a, a, that's a Roman legion. Yeah. <laughs> like for real. But so the reason why they had to send 11,000 people to take back this prison is because I guess there's this really powerful gang. It's the most powerful gang in Venezuela that was running this prison but listen to this so inside of the prison walls they had set up a zoo a nightclub a swimming pool the criminal group had small shacks where some of the members lived with their families they had access to satellite tv and the internet the zoo inside of this prison had tigers lions crocodiles pumas and they were used to challenge prisoners and the authority of the government officials. So this is the prison I'm thinking of. It's on the show on Netflix, is World's really? Toughest Prisons. It's gotta be. It's and gotta be. I don't know because there's like nine seasons, but you're so right. It's like a, a mini community within the jail. So they, they got a disco? They had a nightclub. <laughs> they had a nightclub inside Man, of it. Man, if my prison doesn't have a disco when I go to it. They had a pool and it was an in-ground pool. Oh, it wasn't even above ground. I mean, I don't know about it. We're, what we're imagining a pool to be, I'm not so sure if that's it. I mean, it. Look, I mean, it, it's definitely like a prison pool, but still, it's definitely like a. It's a. It's a sinkhole. It's not like the sort of thing in. you'd see at like a Lifetime Fitness. You know, it's it's, it's pretty pretty rough looking. But I, I'm just curious, like, because they had an area, you know, that was like a kids' play area for like the the, the dads who were locked up and so. Why would you stay in prison? Like, if you are able to set up like a nightclub and a swimming pool and have a zoo with crocodiles and tigers and lions, oh my! Like, what? Why stay in prison? Why wouldn't you just leave? I don't get it, but just wild. They're stuff. honorable. They wanted to serve their uh, their their their, their sense of society. Yeah. Exactly. They want to be rehabilitated. Dave and Ed Mahoney. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Out of everyone on the show, who do you think is the coolest? Cool takes on a different meaning as you get older, so I'm not talking about, like, the cool kid from high school type cool. Message deleted. The cool kid from high school is now a fat alcoholic. Yeah. Every single Every time. time. You, peak, you can't peak in high school. You just can't. There's there's the unicorn that is the, you know, the class president, captain of the football team, good looking, smart, and whatever, who, who occasionally does well. But everybody else who's like the tertiary minion, fat alcoholic. You, you, you peak too soon. Yeah. Uh, as far as like who's actually the coolest on the show, Audrey. Nah. No. No? I feel like I try. I feel like I try to like maintain and like stay up with the hip and the youth, but like that's uh, that's Dude. that's not cool. Okay, who do you uh, think is the coolest? Um I think maybe you, but that's because I agree, you're right. I, I feel like <laughs> You're fired. You're fired. <laughs> you get my honey salary. I feel I feel nope. like you are maybe the coolest, but that's because I feel like I don't really know everything that you do. Yeah. So I feel like you have this like mysterious allure about like all of the things. Like you have stories that are like, yeah, so the, the other day I went to Tough Enough and then like I let it like and then you have like all of these side gigs where I'm you do so many different things. Mystery, You're international. Where I know Mahoney, I know exactly what he's doing every day. Sleep. And what I'm doing is cool as hell. I was I got stopped in the airport yesterday. Uh-huh. This guy just stopped me. I had just 
got off the elevator. I'm wearing my uh, I'm wearing my uh, my Maui gym, pink Maui gyms. Mm, yeah, yeah. You know, eight, my pink aviators. I got my gold. Which those chain. are cool. You were I wearing them my, on air just like got, seconds ago. Well, because Dave likes to keep the window open in here, and the sun's right in my eye. <laughs> I'm wearing, wearing the gold chain. I got my my brand new Tommy Bahama on. My pink shorts. A guy stops me. He's like, "Man, you look like you just got off the islands." He's like, "You're living your best life." No, uh, you're cosplaying cool. I'm like, I'm living my life. <laughs> As comfortably as possible, and that's uh, the coolest thing you can do. I mean, I'm not saying that like, that's not cool. I like I that the answers given cool. were, I think Audrey's the coolest, she thinks I'm the coolest, and Mahoney thinks Mahoney is the coolest. <laughs> well, you think you're using, okay. Wait, I, no, said, like, I said you're the coolest. But I feel like, mm, I feel like we're all cool, guys. We're all cool. No, you let's know? be real. We all suck. Please leave a message after the tone. What instantly ruins a hamburger for you? I can't stand pickles on my burgers. It doesn't matter if they're crisp or limpy. They don't belong on my burger. Message deleted. First off, bless, bless you, Mahoney. You, Mahoney. I turned my microphone <laughs> no, on. Yeah, we all heard it. Oh, yeah, we still heard it. I'm probably, yeah, if you don't let a sneeze out, you can really mess up the pressurization inside your head and your true. sinuses. That's not true. It's true. Uh, so to answer uh, this lady's question What'd about what ruins say? a burger. Uh, mm-hmm. When somebody me, sneezes on it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. If somebody sneezes on your burger, dude. <laughs> that, that, that does I feel like that should be like immediate. This is Dave and Mahoney. Because there's really no point in pretending to be... Hold on, what? Because there's really no point in pretending to be good at... To be good at this? Oh, I... Okay, let me pick it up from here. It's an all-new blooper reel on the Dave and Mahoney Show. All right, who's going to be the star of the blooper reel this week? Audrey? Um, sure. Okay. Mahoney, you were perfect as always. I mean, I think I have never had a more flawless week of broadcasting in the 20 years that I've been doing this thing, Dave. You know what? Today, I'm feeling grateful for the blooper reel. You are? Yes. Because normally you hate it. Normally I do, but you know what? This... I'm trying to change my perspective, and I feel like sometimes the reason why we're so hilarious and funny, um, where I'm my number one fan in this moment, Mm -hmm. um, is because we just say stuff. We're not thinking. And sometimes... That's the beauty of this show. That's the beautiful thing. We say things without thinking. Without thinking, and uh, Mm -hmm. that's where these things come in. Unfortunately, we also say things while thinking, and our brains betray us. Mm -hmm. Yes. Maybe there was a pond nearby, and there was an alligator in that pond, so but I didn't really ponds, know. Like river, lakes? rivers. Rivers, okay. Well, All I know right, that they sure. live in liver, in livers, in rivers. Yeah. Well, I know right, that they sure. live in liver. They sure. live in liver. Or there's a mystery or something else uh, out there. You have to follow the binging book, uh, blue book. The binging book, book, book. I thought that there was a time when it was either God could make me go to start having puberty or my parents were going to give me the puberty pill. Either God could make me go to start having puberty. Make me go to start having... What do you like, think? It was like red pill, blue pill, puberty like pill. Before the internet? Red pill, blue pill, red pill, blue Trying try to break the ice with them and be like, hey, you guys getting one of those puberty pills? I mean, someone threw a stone high enough to make it where it landed, threw it, hit it at this F, what, F45 or yeah, is that F-35 the gym? F35. F35 F-35 is, the, is the gym, yeah. <laughs> F, what, F45. <laughs> but no, my wife was talking about putting up the Halloween de- decorations this weekend, and I yeah. was like, boy, it just seems a little early for that. The Halloween de- de- decorations. De- my new my new car weapons is just my car. Wait, what happened to that way too large, absolutely car- comical and cartoonish uh, screwdriver? Ab- 
absolutely car comical and car car. favorite stories of spending time with Mahoney back when he was drinking a uh, considerable of a, amount more is when we were out on the uh, the golf course and Mahoney decided that he was going to try to fight somebody and the the line of come at me come at me bro that's him that is Mahoney I never knew that until mm-hmm. like the, the later on I wasn't even drunk that day no you weren't there, there was some lady who uh, started screaming at us as we were driving she tried to run our friend who was a police officer at yeah. the time off the road with her SUV and you know like was going crazy. She was having a breakdown. I love how you were standing up for the police officer. Well, it devolved into that. (laughs) Yeah, so this was at Rhodes Ranch Golf Course, Uh where we had many shenanigans over the years. And our buddy Tom was golfing with us, and this lady, I don't—I think she was on pills. I'm she's not entirely out. sure, but she seemed like it. And it turns out she was screaming at my friend after she tried to run him off the road, and she was yelling about something that happened to somebody to her. And Tom's like, what does this have to do with me? Yeah. Like, he was pretty calm, cool, and collected with Because he sees crazy stuff all the time. But He's me and you, we're like, this is our <sighs> opportunity to go buck wild. And- so there's this little skirmish that happens while we're in the golf carts, and then, you know, she speeds off, and we think that's the end of it. Well, it turns out that she lives in one of the houses on the golf course I think right it was by. on nine or ten. It's oh, the one. If, if you're familiar with that golf course, it's the one that's right by the this, the big body of water. Yeah, you goes. go from the par three nine to the par four ten, and she's right at that turn. Was at the turn, you know, like twelve years ago, and. She comes out onto the patio and starts screaming at us again. And then her boyfriend, husband, whatever it was, comes out and decides that he's going to get in, in on it as well. Mm-hmm. And Mahoney starts telling him how he's going to break his hip. And, you know, because the guy was, I don't know, considerably older than, than even she was, who's older than all of us. And so it got it got pretty, pretty heated pretty quick. And again, Mahoney. Come at me. Come at me, bro. Uh, you know, of course, I'm like, well, I'm going to film this and kind of just lay out. <laughs> <laughs> so that we content, have some, some life is content. content. <laughs> well, Mahoney, there was an, another meltdown on a golf course recently, and this one is even more astonishing than you yelling, come at me, come at me, bro. Uh, this is a guy, just for the context of what he looks like, looks like an accountant. No, he looks like Robert Kennedy Jr. Okay. <laughs> like if, if Robert, Robert Kennedy, Kennedy Jr. Jr. was bought on Wish.com. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. and Dollar he, store Robert you know, RFK Jr. So he, he I was, think he looks like he's got ab implants. So he was wearing a green golf polo and khakis. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say he was wearing it is because he ripped his shirt off during the altercation where there was somebody that I guess accused him of stealing their golf ball and just whatever, some stupid little argument. But he's got a good body. Court. I'm not going to lie. Like, I mean, like he's definitely like dad ripped. I mean, but he's, it's still a dad bod in pretty good shape. Dad yeah. bod, yeah. he probably did some steroids. But the yeah. reason why, yeah, it's definitely like the once upon a roid. Um, but I feel like he is that guy who just wants to take his shirt off. He straight up Hulkamania's this shirt. 
and rips it off. I've never, like, I've always wanted to do that, but I haven't been in that kind of shape in many a year, so my shirt stays on. Would you like to hear the audio oh, from the encounter? Audio. Oh, oh God. yes, there is. I'm going to stand here and you can complain goodbye. You, you took her ball. I'm not going to fight you over a you need money for her golf balls. Going to, Walter. Because I'll plant boy. Now get the off the cart. Walter? Walter. Oh, here we go. You see that? Oh. That's your dude who's in the head. You want to test God? You come get it. Okay, he's mentally ill. Oh. Let's move you think I'm mentally ill? <laughs> okay, he's mentally ill. Did, did, Let's leave. Did you hear that you want to test God? That's what he said. That's it. As he's flexing that his dad That would have mod. been my exact rebuttal. That woman in the background is me. Okay, this guy's clearly mentally ill. Let's just drive off. Yeah, let's just leave, leave, leave God in his, like, once upon a roid rage back here. Like, the what video, is that? Come at me, bro. The video cuts off, and as the, the woman's driving away in the second car, she's like, you need to do some ads. You need to do some setups, too. Well, his to his really belly was kind of rolled over his cat. I mean, like, he was. Yeah, just dirty. <laughs> Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMMY. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Eating a pig is generally bad for your heart, but a pig heart itself can apparently serve as a placement for your own. Did you know that? Message deleted. It's the valve that yeah. they, they've used that in a couple things. And there's a thing right now, I believe it's a pig kidney that may be working. And, uh, you know, there, I was reading a, a, an article about that, too. You know, it's amazing. I can't wait till we get to the point in technology and science where we're 3d printing organs for people man i'm just gonna be willy-nilly doing it i'm just gonna like print up like three extra livers hell yeah yeah just gonna yeah. have, have like in a bank yeah just have a handy just but, carry them around with me in my fanny pack it's ready to go i don't think yeah, I don't if i have a rough weekend we drinking, just like just whap put the new one like, 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 like yeah it goes in like a vhs or a cd blow it out like a nintendo cartridge yeah. no that's other parts <laughs> <laughs> Did the valve just like play it like a bagpipe? That'd be pretty funny. Um, she also was talking about like anti, I, I feel like this was also pro-science, but also anti-pig because she was talking anti-pig. about how like eating pig is bad for you. Dude, pigs are cute Here. as hell. They're the number but, one protein but in my too, eyes. But they're, they're, they're too tasty and not cute enough. That's that's the oh, problem. Like yeah. if you're cute, cute and you don't taste good, then you, you are you are safe as hell. But if you are, if you are you know, if you taste amazing and you're just kind of cute, we're, we're eating you. Sorry, cows and pigs. Yeah, you're too delicious. But yeah. cows are so cute. But and, they're also and delicious. Oh. Yeah, but yeah, they, there's a balance. You know, like the little we're balance of justice raccoons. things. You know, you're just a little too but cute. But also, if we were going to eat a raccoon, Mahoney, yeah. I feel like that's just too, like, we, that's too much like a rat to yeah, America. It's just, they're, they're cute, and we're but not they, that don't taste, hungry. they don't taste good yeah. enough. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Americans aren't that hungry to where we're like, because we're still like, you know what? We can still put one billion chickens in a room and we'll, like, eat them even if their legs are breaking and they're getting too fat. We're like, that's fine. Um, but we're not so hungry to where we're starting to look at the raccoons as a meal possibility. Not yet. But I mean, I watch enough Naked and Afraid where like you eat anything. I watched, yep. I watched the show alone and then he was like pumped for beaver meat. Like, There's <laughs> no way. They're out here killing snakes and just like, skinning the snakes and like, eating them. You're like, ugh. It's like, there, there's nothing tastier than beaver. And I was like, I've heard that before uh, too. So, okay. you're saying, <laughs> so you're saying DJ Khaled would die on a He would, he would. Okay. <laughs> Do any of you have any irrational phobias? 
I'm thinking about sending you some gifts and would really love to know. Message deleted. My irrational phobias, I don't think, are irrational anymore. I do not want to crawl into tight spaces. Oh my gosh, I, I've no. never had a problem when I was thin and little, but man, now that I'm, uh, I am way more round around the midsection. I like even suck it in the gut when I'm walking by the uh, the car in the garage these days. I'm like, <laughs> if I get stuck here, this is where I die. This is where you're gonna die. I'm yeah. gonna have to like no, whatever the 23 hours, dweller. you know, cut off my arm. <laughs> It's a garage dweller. I mean, yeah. your wife would find you. So I mean, like you wouldn't be like you'd be stuck there very temporarily. After five minutes, it'd be too long. And a limb's got to go. Pony just stuck. Ah! <laughs> He's been, he's been stuck in his own garage for three three minutes, and he's gnawed off a limb. Oh, yeah. Just eating leftover pizza boxes. Like, why are you drinking your own urine, man? You've been out here for less than five minutes. Please leave a message after the tone. All right. Looking back in high school, you know how you we have those high school superlatives, like most likely to be famous, et cetera. Who was most likely to be on OnlyFans? And are they currently on OnlyFans? Message deleted. I mean, that didn't. Everybody, well, Dave and I are too old for like our our peers to be in that world. Like may, maybe if we were young today, but like all of our, you know, the, all my classmates are like in their forties. There's, there's no girls that I know personally that have been on OnlyFans that are the same age as me because it came around too late. Too late. Yeah. But Audrey, you've got some friends that have done the OnlyFans thing. I, I do. Yeah. But it means uh, I'm a millennial, so superlatives. Were taken away from us because they didn't want anyone to feel left out. Is that why you can't say that word? Try Superlatives. To get... All right, you got it. Sometimes S's and L's when they're too close together we'll get a little bit of a lazy tongue. Oh. Superlatives. Um, yeah, no, um, no, it works then. I didn't oh. say. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So, Mahoney, you were talking about how if you were in prison that you would have a, a butt phone and uh, it would be I mean, the, yeah, uh, the Nokia brick because that's the most durable. Yeah, man, just in case you sneeze and it falls out. But you've also talked about if you were just a drug dealer, that would also be your hiding spot of choice. Like, are you into butt stuff? No, man, but where else are you going to be hiding things that you don't want other people to have direct access to? I, or should I say access to? I was hoping you were going to say that. Thank you. Listen, um, if you are, there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, you know, whatever, whatever works for you, works for you. Uh, whatever, you do uh, you, man? Yeah, whatever makes you have makes you happy uh, because you certainly would not be alone. Uh, there was a recent study that was done that actually calculated some of the numbers on this, and there are nearly 4,000 Americans that visit emergency rooms every single year after getting a foreign object stuck in their butt. Okay, you go, a little too, you, go, you go a little too hard in the paint, man. You got to ease into it. You can't start, you know, I think you, it's every, little, every... It's a, it's a little too hard in the taint is what uh, you said. That's it. Shortest break we've ever done. <laughs> but so I actually have a, a good friend of mine. He is an emergency room doctor, and he has people come in all of the time. How embarrassed does he say that they are? They're mortified because, you know, I mean, you think about how many people are actually doing it when 4,000 people every year have to go to the emergency <laughs> room because they got something stuck there. But he said that every single time there is somebody that comes in that has something stuck in their butt. It is always the exact same story. They it's, slipped and fell. I slipped and fell. And he's like, you slipped and fell and an entire shampoo bottle went up your booty? Like, come on, I man. mean, what's so wild is Amazon exists. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you, okay. don't have to, you don't have to go for the shampoo bottle anymore. There's I mean, so much anonymity there's through so many, Amazon. There's so many people who must just be fans of Adam Sandler's early uh, comedy CD. Yeah. If you uh, <laughs> if anybody remembers that one Adam with the shampoo. That's right. So, uh, turns out that uh, the guys, uh, we're, we're the ones that are bad at it. I guess women are uh, much, much better when it comes to not getting things stuck because, you know, women have uh, more experience. 
I don't think that's true, Dave. Well, I think, that, I mean, more experience meaning more orifice. Uh, no. Well, no. everybody's no. paying attention because, I mean, honestly, I looked it up one day. Your booty hole can really, yeah. it's good. It's like, you can put the, a whole raccoon up there, man. A whole raccoon. <laughs> no, like, I'm not kidding. What are you Googling? Like, I mean, I don't, actually, why was I Googling that? <laughs> Checking out the elasticity. Uh, so, men accounted for eight in ten cases and the most common group of males in their 20s and early 30s. So that's yeah. when you're getting uh, the most adventurous. Just remember that if you want to run a marathon, it starts with just a single step, and you don't have to start by running at a full sprint. Seven inches is how far it can go. Oh, really? Out? Out. Wow. that's. Uh, it says before taking damage. <laughs> so they, they actually listed some of the things, and as you'd expect, there's some adult toys that are in there. Uh, they Also, there was, there was marbles no. and bottles, bottle caps. Don't do that. Cans. Oh. Don't do that. Drugs, and even, yes. maybe the weirdest one, stationary. Huh. Like Were, a pen? Like your b-hole doing calligraphy? Like why was there stationary? <laughs> like okay. a quill. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. <laughs> All right then, friends. All I want to do is drink beer for to another Friday, a very special Friday. Somehow, some way. How about that? Who would have thought it? Not me. Not me. We are here today. <laughs> and it is a wonderful Friday, and we are going to be featuring our friends from Big Dogs. Unfortunately, they cannot be here today. I invited the Director of Brewing Operations, Brewmaster Extraordinaire, Dave Pasquale. And he said no. Uh, because <laughs> Dave, uh, Dave, Jamie, and Marshall, the brewing team over there at Big Dogs, they are actually in Denver right now for the Great American Beer Fest. Doing hard work. Which is one of the most prestigious uh, beer festivals in the entire world. Dave Pasquale, the, I think, most award-winning brewmaster west of the Mississippi. Uh, he's won quite a few golds for his Belgian triples and so many more. They won uh, bronze last year for the uh, the lager over there at Big Dogs as well. And uh, we find out tomorrow. So the awards for the 2023 Great American Beer Fest happen tomorrow. I think 10 a.m. Mountain Time. So that's what? Uh, Wait, 9 a.m.? Something like that. 9 a.m. Pacific? Something fine, like fine, that. Fine work there, Mahoney. Thank you. Sure. You are the world <laughs> clock to my iPhone. That is right, Dave. And the beer that we're featuring today is the Dog Beach Tangerine IPA, 7% alcohol by volume. It's a tanner. And you know what? Uh, Audrey is housing that thing, and she's normally not an IPA fan, so maybe that tells us something. Got to get a girl. Get a nice little taste of the Dog Beach. I, I'll, I'm digging start, it. Starting off with the, the artwork of the cans. Why did that remind me of System of Down? Like, they wanted to. <laughs> oh, wait, I like that. Sorry, we need, we, need, we need to make that remix. Uh, the artwork on this can, I mean, Dog Beach, it just, you know, anybody who's ever been to a Dog Beach in Southern California just knows it is an amazing place because, one, you're A, at a beach, and B, you're at a beach Full of dogs, dogs. and that is phenomenal. Uh, so love the artwork on that. Looking at the actual Dog Beach Tangerine IPA, very very clear, nice white, uh, foamy head when we first poured it. Uh, the smell. Let's move on to that next and take a 
Big ol' whiff. I mean, you, you get you get some of the hops there, but you do get that nice tangerine sweetness that is prevailing as well. Almost no alcohol making its way through, but, I mean, this is a clear-looking beer. Uh, let's get to our favorite part, and just let's just start drinking right let's now. Because yeah, right. we got a lot of stuff to do uh, this in these next few hours with our, 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 our pool party coming up. And you know we're going to be enjoying this and some, some big dogs down at the uh, downtown Grand as well. I would, I would just like everyone to know that this is the uh, the start of me drinking for the next uh, 17 hours. Dude, dude, if you see me later. I mean, with the killer's not going on until you see me later, do not talk to me. Dude. Do not hold anything actually, we say. When you said that, yeah, don't hold anything you, you say against me, yeah, 100% yeah. Mahoney. But I, I, whenever you said we were drinking a tenner this morning. 7%. Said, seven, oh, seven, seven. I thought you said a No, it's tenner. not ten. If this was ten, that, I mean, even, even coming in at seven, it does not drink like a seven. No. Audrey, you're traditionally not a IPA fan, Correct. but you are. Uh, you are imbibing on this one. Tell me what your, your thoughts are. I think um, partial excitability for today because life is beautiful is happening. And, you know, I'm an environmental drinker. Um, sure. I definitely get excited. And uh, you know what? This is actually an anniversary of us meeting each other. It, it is. And it always was it five, a, Is it five, six years ago? Five years ago, five I years think. Ago. Five or six. Who knows? You know, I mean, time those flies. COVID, those COVID years. Yeah. Audrey and I met at Life is Beautiful. And you guys broke down on beer. your love for beer. Which, yeah. As we found out, Audrey was lying. No, uh, she actually, she likes, there's a lot of beers. That, what are you talking so about? so many beers, Dave. I'm we were, kidding. I'm we were drinking <laughs> the Banger Brewing. We were broadcasting from Inspire, yeah, and yeah. we were like, you know what? We didn't have anything to do, so we walked down to Banger, and we were drinking their Jalapeno uh, Half, which is still one of my favorite beers in town. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. they're no longer uh, with us, but, uh, you know, I was like, Audrey, you got to try this beer. And then that's how we became friends. And then uh, we're like, you know, in a drunken fit, we're like, you know what? You should be on this show. You be on our some podcasts with us where you just get blackout because I, I did not know that I was such a lightweight. I thought that I was yeah. able to hold my own, but whenever you're around two dudes that are six foot four and they can put them back, I was like, dang, um, and loving memory of my memory. Um, but you're right, Mahoney, I usually don't like IPAs, but this one is very good. I'll keep it short. A sweet, this tangerine IPA. Yep. It's enough citrus in there, which is one of the reasons why I Balances usually will gravitate nicely. towards IPA yep. is if it's got the more citrus balance to it. Um, and I'm a fan. You're not, you're not into the overly hoppy IPA. Yeah. Absolutely and this not. one definitely leans. It's got you know when they, when they, when it comes to making their beers, uh, Dave Pasquale is a master, and you know they they're not using syrups and anything like that. They source fresh, organic, good you know products Fruit. when yeah. it comes to that. And there's a lot of tangerine. In Did the you sta- say that that whenever they do like their blueberry beers, oh, it's hundreds if not that thousands it's like of they pounds. roll in multiple blueberry girls from the Willy Wonka yes, chocolate factory. What is her name? Veruca Salt. Is that Veruca? Salt is she violet? Or no, no she's violet. violet. They're, they're, yeah, Veruca Salt's the the, the golden goose girl. Yeah, the yeah, golden yeah, goose girl. Yeah. Uh, Dave, you are a big fan of IPAs. Yep. Give me your thoughts on the Beach Dog Tangerine IPA. So what this has to it that I find really interesting and I do enjoy it very much is that it's got a lot of the qualities of like a good Cabernet where there's a dryness on the backside. There is, of it. and it makes yeah. me want to take another drink of it. And that's really unique to a beer and especially an IPA because normally you get a lot of those hops that are kind of overwhelming. I like the pininess of it. Some people don't like Audrey, but for me, I like the that. 
I also really enjoy this. That dryness is just really unique. Yeah, there is there is a wine quality to it that really does uh, speak out. And I, I will say this: the tangerine really, really, really is balancing nicely with everything else. This is just an incredibly well crafted beer, and uh, get your hands on it if you can uh, this weekend or beyond. You know, I really, truly really do not know if I've had a bad beer from from Big Dogs. They don't make bad beer. Because whenever we go down to their events, I mean, I really do feel like uh, Dave Pasquale has us trying everything, like yep. even just like little sips of stuff. And they're from, from a lager to a stout, everything in between. I've never tasted something that I'm like, you know what? I could do without you know, that. Here, here's yeah. the thing, you know, there's, I know everybody in the beer business here in Las Vegas, and there's so many good people, so many good breweries that are around and that I just have a high level of admiration for the brewmasters here. We are lucky to live in a city like Las Vegas that has so many good people in, in this industry who are putting out really good products. And there's a reason why we're going to continue to see medals coming back to Las Vegas from the World Beer Cup and from the Great American Beer Company, uh, our Great American Beer Fest. But uh, I'll say this, man. I've known Dave Pasquale for, you know, I mean, I think I feel like it's damn near a decade since he was over at Chicago. And, man, he is just one of my favorite people outside of the beer world Smiliest as well. Smiliest guy in the industry. One of the nicest guys. And I'll and I'll say this, man. Like, uh, his wife hates me. My wife hates him because <laughs> when we get together, yeah. our superpowers combine uh, yeah. to perform the, the greatest drinking duo in the history of Las Vegas beer. He and made you fall asleep on the floor of your studio in your house because you guys got so housed. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, like, did you, like, didn't you puke up, like, Kool-Aid that day or something? Dude, it was, uh, it was, that was, question, that, that we, I mean, we, 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 we broke into the, the, the bourbon collection shortly thereafter and uh, good times were had, but this is another masterful, uh, another masterful beer that is being put out by the team over there, so uh, if you have a chance, pick some of this up while you still can. They have it at the Draft House. Dog and if Beach. you haven't been to the Draft House recently, uh, I would suggest going there because Sergio, their uh, executive chef, is just putting out bangers when it comes that to the fruit roast. as well. We're getting into the ball, cheese, man. Boy. Oh, my God. So, uh, yeah, let's finish these beers and let's uh, start uh, getting our process uh, okay. together yeah, you know and making our way down to the downtown Grand, Dave. While you do that, here. Some Lechona? Yeah. We're going to play the whole thing? What do you, say, you say my name for? What am I supposed to be doing right now? Just drinking. Oh, until, yeah. it's like, until I'm done? Until you finish your beer. Let's go. You got one minute, six seconds. Mm. Oh, okay. It's really hard to drink. IPAs really fast. Oh, my God. I'm burping. <sighs> okay, hang on. Oh, God. I'm going to puke. There's so much beer. Keep going. <laughs> Push through. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, you finished your beer already, Dave? Uh, no, almost. Oh, my God. All right, people. This is, we, I'm going to have in student no bourbon roll. We've got no farting roll here in the, here in the studio. We do not need it. I wasn't expecting so much bourbon. She's almost there. Oh, God. Dave, we got a long day, man. That's a 7%er. Yeah. Uh, problematic. And she's My done. eyeliner is going to be so crooked. Okay, yeah, I think I'm done for sure. Uh-huh. All right. Oh. Are you? All right, we're I, done. I'm, like, I'm pretty much done. Okay. I have like a right, right. I Glitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant.
It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So I don't normally get invested in the celebrity couple world, but I got to tell you, this whole Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey thing. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner. Oh, <laughs> no. We'll, no. Talk, we'll talk about that next. Okay. <laughs> no, the Taylor Swift, uh, Travis Kelsey, when a uh, movable force and a, uh, you know. Stagnant object? Yeah. Is that what it is? Well, it's like a, a meets a, uh, un- I forget what it's saying. A moving goes. force. An unmovable force meets a something. A non-moving object. What are you even talking about? So- Hang on, let him cook. Let him cook. Okay. Let him look it up. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> do, 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 do. Three, two, one. All right, so Travis Kelsey uh, confirmed (laughs) that he has at least made contact with Taylor Swift amid rumors that the two have been hanging out recently, and he revealed that he invited her to an upcoming Chiefs game. Whether or not she'll actually show up, who knows, but uh, him and his brother Jason, they were to have a podcast together, and he said... Uh, that that Jason is mostly responsible for this gossip blowing up. Yeah, because he went on like WIP in Philadelphia and was just making stuff up, <laughs> which good for him, you know. Like you know what? But make, if you gotta make, manifest it, like yeah, if you like, want your brother to get like what, with Taylor Swift, you gotta put that in. The or universe. or you just want him to just be you know distract him a little bit because that's what brothers do. You know, you wish him the best, <laughs> but you want to see him squirm a little bit. I love that. It's a unstoppable force meets a immovable object, and that's you know because when you talk about people who've dated a whole lot of people, Taylor Swift on, on that side, and then you take Travis Kelsey on the other side, and it's just, you know, it's it's an interesting pairing. Well, but I mean, shoot or shoot, he did put his phone number on one of the Best Friends bracelets during well, the Taylor Swift uh, Eras tour, and that's how bracelet. all of this uh-huh. kind of started. So We'll see. We'll see. I, I think, don't think it's going to happen. I don't, I don't think it's going to happen, but I'm here for it because I, you know, Taylor Swift is too good for him. I do oh. too. Yeah, no, I, I, I do. 100%. And, and like, that, I mean, he's a tall, handsome guy. He's totally but, an F-boy. No, and that's that's why I kind of like But like, if you were right, like dating like, Maddie Healy, how do you go from like Maddie Healy to Travis Kelsey? Right, yeah, you know, Travis Kelsey's six foot five and like jacked. Yeah. See, but I mean, I don't even know if her and Taylor Swift or Taylor Swift and Maddie Healy were together officially at one point because she has removed all of Maddie's stuff from her, well, from he, her upcoming album. He's oh, problematic, really? you know? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, he's problematic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's uh, going so, on tour like, uh, like almost saying racist things and his bandmates just start like kind of like playing really loud over him when it's like shut up Matt we you, need this money yeah when you're, when you're the lead singer you're getting played off by your own band it's not great uh, so Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner let's uh, let's dive into that for just wow. a moment because you talk wait. about high drama there this went from they're a happily married couple they just had a couple of kids together to they're getting divorced and now she is suing him they're publicly saying things like he is illegally detaining her children she wants the for kids months. yeah she wants the kids back in, in the UK and yeah, you know, it's getting messy fast. Really well, fast. Well, they're all fighting it in, in the public, and it's just nobody wins when it, when that happens. She's going to look bad. He's going to look bad. And the only people who lose the most are the kids. And they're little kids, too. Yeah. I mean, like, the, they... I'm glad they're young because they're they are so unaware of everything that's happening. But they, you know, by the time they're in elementary school, the other kids are gonna just yeah. That's I mean, like that's so far down the way. Like, yeah, I mean, and also really, like though. you got the other people who are way more popular than your than Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas who are doing way messier stuff. No, it's definitely messy, but I'm, uh, there's no point to it either. You know, like handle that stuff like adults Private. behind closed. Don't doors. Don't weaponize your children. Exactly. Don't weaponize the kids. And also, if there is something that is as serious as your kids. There being a dispute as to who has custody, where they're going to live, who who the rightful parent is that should have custody full time. I would garner to say that Joe Jonas started all this, though. No, I don't. I don't. I'm not taking sides. I, yeah. I, I don't know if Joe Jonas is in the right or not. I think that they both need to shut up yes. and figure this out like adults behind closed doors. For sure, absolutely. This is Dave and Mahoney. Are you an old? 
a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Okay, uh, between constantly damp socks or stubbing my toe every single day once, I'm really averse to pain, so I'm going to go for the damp socks. But tell me, am I a cheater? Because I would just not wear socks any day. It is remotely possible to not wear socks. Message deleted. First off, you can't skirt the rules like that. If you're having to choose between damp socks and a stub toe, it has to be consistent. I am going stub toe every time. There's almost nothing in this life that makes me more irrationally mad than damp socks. (gasps) If I am in my bathroom at home and I have my socks on, but my my shoes are not on yet, and I step on like a bath mat and I get Mm -hmm. the socks wet, I am... My day is Ruined. The bathroom room is sock free. You go sock free in the bathroom. Sock free in the bathroom all day. Probably, for that reason. Probably a smart move. Yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah. Damp socks. That is, I mean, when you want to talk about like levels of torture that they uh, pull out on terrorists, you know, you got like waterboarding, you got the uh, electroshock. You got the, uh, de- uh, they, they put you in, a, in, in solitary confinement. And then the other one is the worst of all of them is they just put a pair of damp socks on you. Make you Ill-fitting walk Ill-fitting damp socks. Yeah. Have, have you ever been in a situation where you've been outside, whether it's a music festival or whatever, and your shoes get wet and yeah, your man. socks are wet and you're just sloshing around? I, I feel was so just lost. telling you that I had washed my shoes the other day and I they'd been three days drying and they were still kind of soggy. So I was like walking around with soggy shoes. Oh. Um, but I would go soggy socks. Instead oh, of stub toe. No. Because no. if you stub your toe every single day, your toes are gonna be looking like witch fingers. Oh, they are not- Maybe they become tougher. You gotta toughen them up mm-hmm. a little bit. I don't want tough toes. I do. I want sweet, delicate flower toes. Now, I've and seen honestly, your if you claws, think about those things aren't no, sweet. Delicate. I don't know. Don't you talk about my feet? Um, but I mean, if you have think about it like this, if you have soggy socks, it's moisture moisturizing your feet a little bit. You uh, you really kind of lashed out at me there about the feet. Well, because it's you're so annoying. Big feet. Ooh. I don't have that big of feet. Mm-hmm. This is really Take a rude look of you. my big feet. Wow. They're, they're eight and a half. That's pretty pretty down on my big feet. Big, big feet. I mean, dude, your wife probably has bigger feet than Audrey. Have you ever seen such big feet? Mm, big feet. I mean, she's like a foot taller than you. That's what I'm saying. Why you got to bring my wife into it? Well, you're just saying, like, you're, you're, I'm just yeah. thinking, look, thinking out, looking out for you because eight you're out here saying eight and a half huge. Your wife wears size 13 men's. My wife wears size 12 and a half men's. Thank you very much. And she's listening right now, and Dave. she can kick the hell out of yeah, a football, man. kick you right in the face. Please leave a message after the tone. How do people wake up and actually feel rested? Like, I'm tired when I get no sleep. And then too much sleep, I'm tired. Some sleep, I'm tired. It's all a mess. Message your pain, sir. There is nothing that they should teach you in school other than right now, as a child, you're going to take naps and you're going to hate it. As an adult, that is going to be the finest delicacy that is that exists in the world, I would say. There's nothing better than a well-timed nap. I'm getting nap FOMO or FOMO whilst napping. You're, hmm. I think that I'm missing out on funny videos. Oh my God, you're addicted. On the internet. You're addicted to TikTok, stop I it. I feel like if I nap. That's what you feel like you're missing out on, not reconnecting with your family or going and experiencing something great. You think you're missing out on no, TikTok? No, I man, I moved out at 17. <laughs> <laughs> I want to reconnect wait, with wait. them. <laughs> Literally, I was like, see you later, you're all crying. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was a very sad day. Um, but no, I, I really do feel like whenever I'm napping now, I don't nap as long. I'm not on a three-hour trend anymore. Mahoney, are you like me where like when you wake up first thing in the morning and you're so tired... 
the first thing that you think about every single day is, oh, I'm going to try to get a nap in later, and that's going to be amazing. Or just like, do I have to get out of this bed that's right it, now? It. I mean, if I like, it's amazing how fast yes. your day starts if you like don't hit snooze a couple times and you just get out of bed. You but hit if snooze, you just snoozer? Oh, I have like 10 alarms what set do you mean? on you my phone. Snooze? First 10 alarm. alarms. First what alarm. What just. That is just but, the worst productivity. I hate no, that. No, that is efficiency. That is toxic productivity. Well, is, that's anti-woman. <laughs> what do you mean? Snooze button was made for women. The most toxic <laughs> thing is when you wake up from an afternoon nap oh, and you're God. just more tired than when you went to sleep. It's like, why and did you, your body betray you? And like just like, you wake up and it's like, a <laughs> <laughs> where am I? What's going what? on? Sometimes I feel <laughs> Nauseous. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my boyfriend's like, you're the most delicate flower of a person. I'm like, I'm, what am I? I'm thriving from sleeping too much. <laughs> am I the only one who has a thing for bathing suits? Seriously. I think I found my kink, guys. Is that a thing? I mean, I know you have all kinds of experts here, so that's why I thought I'd ask. Message everybody, deleted. Anything can literally be a kink, man. You do you. So, Just as long as everybody's consent, nobody cares. I have a question because bathing suits made me think about lingerie. Sure. And I asked my boyfriend, and I thought that you guys were lying for the longest time because we've talked about lingerie like on women before. None you guys are care. like, no one cares. Nobody cares. He time. said the same thing. Yeah, doesn't matter. So is that, like, why do women think that men like lingerie? Well, we, we do to a degree, but only because it's you're telegraphing that you're going to bang us. Yeah. So, but like, see, but... Uh, I think like if a woman where, comes where out, where did that come from? Preppy so clothes are like way hotter to me. Like if you've got like a well put together dress, you've got a like a, a, a volleyball, not a volleyball, a tennis, tennis outfit yeah. or golf outfit. Like those, like that, like that thing for me. Like Selma Blair in the late '90s was like my like. Woo, well, you, you know? the '90s in that fashion is back. So just yeah. close your eyes when you're walking around, Mahoney, because we don't need to see your like <laughs> doinker at attention as you're walking through. Because everything is so '90s prep right now. I See, I'm more like with this guy with the swimsuits than the 90s prep. I'm like, go ahead and bust out that big old dump truck booty. Let me see that thing swinging. Jesus. Yeah. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Because your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen all at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs>